Welcome to the Good, the Bad Podcast. It's a safe place where we talk about all things good and bad. Welcome to episode three. Today we're going to talk about burnout in school. So some things that we want to begin our podcast with is listing three things that we like or use in our daily lives. And so, Michaela, your three things. Um, so my three things I've been using recently. Um, well, I guess the first. Oh God, this is hard. Okay, the first thing is um, the sunscreen I've been using. I've been on that like TikTok trend, and I bought the Beauty of Josie Jozon sunscreen or Joseon, however you want to pronounce it, but the Korean um, brand. I really like it. It feels great on my skin. It's for more like dry skin types. I have kind of more combination oily, but it still works really well. That's something I've been loving. The next thing is I just got a new necklace. It's like a little angel number necklace. And I just got that for my birthday, but I've been loving wearing it because it's like the perfect little necklace for me. And I've been trying to find one. And then the last thing, I've been using my oil diffuser like every day because I got some bad, like, my sinuses starting to get, like, clogged and everything. I think just with the weather changing. So I've just been putting my oil diffuser on to make me feel a little better. What about you, Jojo? I would say three things that I've been enjoying lately is a show on Hulu called Only Murders in the Building. Ooh. It's like a um, comedy thriller detective kind of show and it's really i like it and that sounds Selena good gomez is in it so and I, everybody knows i love her <gasps> i didn't and know that selena gomez plays mabel and there's a lot of juicy stuff in the show so <laughs> go watch it good and another thing i enjoy this is the second thing um my Kindle, it's where you read books digitally, and it's super portable, battery life lasts really long, and I could use it for like three weeks without no charge, so. Damn. And the third thing that I have been enjoying lately is probably Spotify, which I know that's like. A lot of people's everyday usage for sure for me, specifically on Spotify, is more Selena Gomez. <laughs> listening to all of her music, and it's I I just realized how underrated she is. Very underrated. So, yeah, and I don't know. I like her music a lot. I think my favorite is. Um. Lose You to Love Me, or... That's a banger. Or Bad Liar. Ooh, that's an underrated one for sure. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Uh, (laughs) uh, Now we'll transition into talking about burnout in school. And for those of you who don't uh know what burnout is it's basically the state of physical and or emotional exhaustion that is a result of prolonged emotional physical and mental stress 
Uh, signs of burnout can include like anxiety, reduced productivity, and detachment from things. Some causes include work stress, school overload, and detachment. And like I said, we're going to be talking about burnout in education, in school, in college, whatever. Which also includes high school. And yes. although me and Michaela aren't in high school anymore, you never know. Our audience might have some high schoolers. So For sure. We'll just give our input on high school, too. Because we've been there, done that. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I do not miss it. I don't care what me anybody either. else says. They can't speak for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't miss high school one bit. I'm glad to be done. Honestly. Um, so I'm going to talk about burnout in my situation and what I kind of think about it and the roots of burnout. So the first root for me would be too much productivity. And what I mean by too much productivity is, here's an example. Say on a random Tuesday, I decide to be super productive and I get things done around the house or I do some schoolwork, I go to work, I focus on my extracurriculars all in one day. It's super awesome and it feels great at the end of that Tuesday, but the next day, which is would be Wednesday, if I even did slightly of what I did the day before, so if I compare the days where on Tuesday I had a super overworked day and then Wednesday it was just like nothing to do, this like continuation of work hard, then relax, work hard, relax. I feel like it's not a good balance. And so in a way you kind of, your mentality feels like you're incompetent. Like yeah. you can't have consistent days and like, what am I doing wrong? And then you try to strive to do more things when you're trying to relax. And so to solve this inconsistency issue, you want to create consistent days. A routine. So, have you ever heard of, like, pe people saying if people had four days of work instead of five days of work, people would be so much more productive? Yeah, I know in school we talked weekend. about that. Yeah, it's just our brains and our physical state... Although it's been compatible for a very long time, because obviously people have been working five days and over five days a week. Mm -hmm. But efficiency, I think we're still at the same level. Obviously, we create new technologies and stuff like that. But that doesn't really explain the human productivity and its efficiency. Because mm -hmm. we could be working many days and many hours with not a lot of quality exactly. but you shorten those five days to four days maybe a little bit less hours you're gonna get quality work out of people that's just my opinion i mean obviously mm -hmm. lazy people exist <laughs> yeah everybody works but, differently and i'm probably one of them I'm not gonna <laughs> Same. You know, obviously i'm striving for less work anyways <laughs> um so give yourself four days to be productive and the next three days to have more relaxation in between to create a balance. And obviously you don't have to go by what I'm saying. You can create your own routine. Mm -hmm. 
And allow yourself to have breaks within the routine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yes. Also, like, oh, that's the best. Taking breaks from, like, studying or something. It's so important. A timer. Yeah. Yes. Write sticky notes. Remind yourself, okay, I accomplished this one task. Even if it's like, oh, you turned the fan off in one of your bedrooms. <laughs> or your brother's bedroom. Or your sister's bedroom. Or you fed the dog. Or you walked the dog. Just remind yourself, okay, I did that. What else can I do? Or, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And the last thing, stay out of bed once you're up. Don't go back into bed. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how to pinpoint exactly why going back to bed, well, not sleeping, but after you wake up in the day and you go back in your bed, I think it sends some type of signal in your brain that, okay, you've got really nothing important to do since you're in bed and Mm -hmm. you can be lazy. And I mean, on some days, if you can afford to do that, go ahead. By all means. But I feel like relaxation doesn't always mean stay in bed. It could be Mm -hmm. go walk for five miles outside, enjoy Mm -hmm. nature, or like just connect to the world more. Yeah, like go read or something. When you're working or going to school or anything like that, you're so detached from the world because everything that has a purpose, you're striving for it yourself. So why are you going to school? Oh, because you want to be an engineer or something. Or you want to mm-hmm. be a doctor. Or you want to be a psychologist. You're not just going to school because nature told you to. So you forget, like, an, a whole earth exists. Exactly. Or, like, when you said stay out of bed once you wake up, something that reminded me of is, like, some mornings I just find myself, grab my phone, and I'm on my phone for, like, an hour scrolling through TikToks. And I'm like, oh, my God, what am I doing? I just woke up. Like, let me put my phone down. Let me go do some stuff. But I know, like, I try to avoid doing that because then it will become one hour. One hour becomes two hours. Two hours becomes three hours. And then I'm in bed all day. So I feel like that's something, like, everybody's different. But for me personally, like, I try to avoid technology, like, an hour before, like, after I wake up and then before I go to bed just to give my mind some rest from, you know, being on my device. And that way I can be more productive and not just waste time watching TikTok or something. Or YouTube. I'm not even going to lie to you. That's probably what I do every morning. <laughs> I have really bad sleeping habits. Like, my bedtime is very late. Well, it might be normal for some people. I don't know. But moving on to the second route that causes burnout. Not being able to manage time. So, time management is really crucial in everybody's life because let me define it the ability to use one's time effectively or productively especially at work so the reason behind why it's super important to have time management skills in your life is to organize your life if you're a chaotic person it probably means you have no time management. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying, like, overall generalized, you're chaotic. I'm just saying if you have a lot of things going on, 
don't make it harder on yourself by not managing your time. So some ways you could resolve this time management issue, create an organized calendar. And when you do this, I do this, but I recommend that you separate your work life and your school life separate so that you can review both or you can make three, three calendars. The first calendar is strictly work, second calendar is strictly school, and then the third would be combined. So you can kind of see what everything you got going on so you don't miss anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you can create a timer for your school-related work, like homework, projects, research papers, whatever. Push yourself to see how much time you can really go without needing any distractions. So if you can do 20 minutes, no distractions, and continue writing your paper, do 20 minutes. And then the next day, try 25 minutes and keep pushing it until you can strive for the most efficient work with the most efficient time. Um, if you have something due in by like 11.59 that day, <laughs> set a timer or an alarm the time you want to start your thing, your project, whatever it is, and then set a timer 10 minutes before, even after you turned it in. So you realize, okay, I've gotten this done. Don't have to mm-hmm. worry about it. Um, and the last thing would be to remind yourself what is important to you. And this kind of goes back into what I was saying. Stay out of bed. Be <laughs> productive in a relaxed way. Not, not productive in your schoolwork. Not productive in your work, but productive in your own life. What you care about. What you should be caring about. Remind yourself what is important. And that could be anything, obviously. Everybody's different. And sometimes, sometimes I think I forget about the things that are important to me, and I let things slip past me with no regret. And what I mean by that, I'm so detached from the world and especially in a burnout state, you start mm-hmm. to not care about things because you've been caring for so long about something so specific that your brain doesn't realize that you're in a state of a somewhat dangerous position. Because mm-hmm. then you're just like, fuck, I'm not going to do that assignment. <laughs> yeah. And I think burnout also, wait, what was the symptoms? I feel like it's it kind of goes into like depression. Yeah. Uh, doesn't say that, but I feel like you could kind of relate the two like in a depressive state. 100%. Or yeah, just you just don't you start to not care about things that you used to care about. And when you get to that point, it's really hard to get back out of. It's so hard. So hard. And I think me and Mikayla are both young and we understand that once we're in a burnout state, it is hard to get out. And I don't even think that we have really 
keyed down to the bone how to even get out of burnout state. Honestly, I think the best thing would be give yourself some space from mm-hmm. from whatever you were working on, whatever gave you burnout. So And honestly, identify. just realizing like sorry, like just realizing no, Basically, like, at the end of the day, we're just living on this planet. I'm not saying what you're working towards doesn't matter, but sometimes you just have to let things slide. Like, for me, I was taking a Spanish course, and it was kind of difficult because it was online, and I basically was just, like, stressing out about, like, the final and everything, and there's all these, like, little assignments I had, and I was like, okay, I need to get 100s on everything. And so I was just, like, I was honestly in a stage of burnout just, like, a couple months ago, and... What I did was I decided, okay, on my homework assignments, I'm just going to take the 80%, take the 70% because it doesn't affect my score as much. And I just took time to study for my test instead. So those are just some things. Like sometimes you just have to let go a little bit and you're like, shit, like why am I worrying so much about it? Like then, because that's just going to cause you to go into a burnout state. Instead, you know, just like loosen up and you're like, I don't need to make 100 on everything. Like, it's okay. Like, academic validation is wonderful, but some things you definitely have to just give up. You're just like, why am I going to strive for 100 on my homework assignments when I could just make 80s and then make 100 on the test and still pass with an A, you know? Yeah, I completely understand. And honestly, I never used that strategy knowingly, but Loki, I was doing that. <laughs> just the, over the summer. I took four classes. I took both economics, micro and macro. I took pre-calculus and what what else did I take? Oh, orientation. That one was stupid. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) It was like four classes over the course of two and a half months and like working part-time. And I just, they were all online except for my pre-cal class and I don't know what it was, but I regret taking four classes over the summer. I kind of just thought or during spring before registration, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like, like take a bunch of classes over the summer. So I don't, so I can kind of like go into, go on into the idea like, oh, I might be able to graduate early if I do this. But now mm-hmm. it's kind of, it's kind of what goes around comes around and it's coming around <laughs> and it's not great this semester. It's okay. So I'm just kind of struggling and the things that I should be caring about. I just don't care as much anymore. I'll go on to explain that later. Okay. Sounds good. Um, is there anything else you wanted to say about, like, reminding yourself what's important? Oh, yeah. Um, some things you could do to remind yourself things. Leave sticky notes. Doesn't matter where. Just a random spot. Maybe the fridge. You're hungry yeah. or you're, you're, you need a thinking spot. My thinking spot, I have two places, the pantry and the fridge. What I do is I open the pantry door and it allows me to think. And then I open the door, <laughs> and then I begin thinking. It works wonders. Try it. Mm, um, honestly. Because you just, like, read labels, and then you'll see a word. Like, I don't know. Fresh tomatoes. 
You see some tomatoes, and you're like, man, I love tomatoes. And then maybe you decide to grow some tomatoes in your backyard. Get connected yeah. to the world a little bit. Um, if you have an Alexa. <laughs> I don't know if the, the mic picked that up, but my A-L-E-X-A just went off. Oh, just my gosh. ask her to leave you a little reminder at, like, a random time. That's smart. Or if you need to get something done. Maybe look for a free app on your phone that does a good job at reminding you. It could be anything, honestly. Anyways, we can move on now. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to lie. So when it comes to school, like, like I said, I... I just don't really have any rhyme or reason to how I get productive. I honestly just get these random bursts of energy. And I am somebody, though, who loves to plan and organize. So, like, I have basically down to the times what I'm supposed to be doing in the day. But some days I just don't do it because I just don't feel like it. Some days I do double the amount of work I'm supposed to in that day. But I try to keep on track because I'm one of those person. I'm a person who likes to check off a, like, you know, your you know your checklist and I feel so good after I do that I'm like oh yeah I just finished that assignment I'm gonna check it off oh I just watered my plants gonna check that off like that's how I find myself getting motivated but I honestly don't really have a rhyme or reason I guess that would be the reason but it's just like I don't have a serious schedule that I follow so it's kind of weird like it's hard to explain because I have been working ever since I turned 16 and in school and been a full-time student But then I decided to quit my job and I've been off of work for about three months, just like doing things for myself. And for me, that has been like absolutely wonderful. I've never had a time period where I can just sit and literally just worry about school. I've always had other things. So if you ever find yourself like kind of in a rut or like, you know, you're just like finding it hard to concentrate on one thing or another thing, honestly, sometimes you have to give up. I'm not saying quit work or like quit school or anything, but sometimes like taking off a semester, it might not be a bad idea if you're a person who can jump back in. And for me, I am. So like I've been off of work for three months, but I'm about to start um, working like a marketing position soon. And so for me, like I feel really excited for that, but I needed this break from work because I was working crazy hours. And so I just like wasn't doing as well as I should have been in school because I was worrying too much about work and I want to prioritize school while I'm a college student because I have my whole life to be working and doing that shit. So that's, it's kind of hard to explain. I just think that people should write things down if you're struggling with it and take breaks from things because it's okay at the end of the day to be off for a month or something or to take less classes. You don't have to be a full-time student. You could be a part-time student, you know? Like it's okay to allow yourself that extra time if that makes sense. <laughs> Completely. Like, I guess if we're moving on to me, speaking about what you were saying, like if you need to take a semester off or instead of being a full-time student, be a part-time student, that's kind of the situation I'm in right now this semester. Uh, so I'm in college as a full-time student off, but that's a lie. <laughs> I'm a part-time student this fall semester because I'm one credit hour off from being a full-time student. Isn't that Bruh. the dumbest thing you've ever heard? 
I yeah. have 12 credit hours, but I'm at 11. Um, you're a full-time student. I mean, come on, you're taking yeah, like, hard on, classes. <laughs> um, here's my course load for the semester so you can get an idea of what I'm dealing with. And obviously, it's nothing to like compare with others. Like Everybody's different, right? This is why I'm mm-hmm. giving you an example of me. And you're going to see Mikayla's, and it's going to be nuts. (laughs) (laughs) For me, I have Calculus 1 with Lab, even though we haven't done a lab, thank God. (laughs) But that's four credit hours. I think the lab's supposed to be Maple. Uh, It's like a graph-creating coding program. Oh, cool. He shows us how to do it, but we never go through it. Um, And I have Chemistry 1 with Lab. Haven't done a lab Currently not doing very good in chemistry, but I think I can bring it up and not. You got this. Thanks. I really need that. (laughs) Um, And I have microcomputer applications. That one is really simple. Just Word, PowerPoint, Excel. I have like 123% in the class as my average. God damn. I'm not worried about failing that one. She does like a lot of extra credit, so... Oh, nice. Honestly, though, like just saying your three classes, those are probably hard than harder than all of my classes combined because I'm taking easy classes. <laughs> but I mean, it honestly does not matter how many classes you take or how little classes you take. If you're taking even one class, you need to pat yourself on the back. Honestly, because, because college is hard. <laughs> it really is. And it's like, obviously, it might be an easy class. But like I said, going back into time management, you have to be able to manage everything in your life mm-hmm. in a balanced way to where your mental state is good, your physical state is good. I mean, obviously, you want to stay healthy. Your diet has to be good. Yeah. Daily exercise, even if it's walking 5,000 steps, try to get 10,000. Yeah, that's a good goal. 10,000 is... That's good. For sure. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah. So just remember, don't compare. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you you never know what other people are going through. Exactly. And And I think, like... On the surface, it may look like, oh, they're doing great. Oh, my God, I wish I was them. (laughs) <laughs> and deep, like on the surface you probably like socialing through or scrolling through social media it doesn't matter what it is what platform but you're like oh my god i wish i was them they look like they're having fun and they could have like taken a picture of that whatever they posted like two months ago when mm-hmm. they were on summer vacation and it looks like they're on summer vacation now yeah so, like you never know like they might be going through a really tough time for sure yeah, you never know what somebody's going through. So, like like we said, we're just giving, like, kind of our advice and uh, stories about us, but we're not trying to compare or anything because we're just giving you examples because everybody's different. We all work different. You never know what somebody's going through. So it's just, like, you know, if they need to take a semester off of school, let them. Don't be, like, what the fuck are you doing, you know? Remember, like, this podcast is all about having a safe space. And me and Kyla, we already know, like, we got two two totally different lives. (laughs) Yeah. I still live with my parents. I'm married. married. (laughs) From wherever, which state we were at, 
she's like across the states now, so yeah, time really does change, and you you get what we're saying, mm-hmm. right? Please, <laughs> please understand. <laughs> uh, but to go back to like some like our class load just to get an idea um i decided to be a little crazy so i took 18 credits this semester so i'm basically almost maxed out um the reason why i'm doing so much is because i have a goal of wanting to graduate a year early so i'm on track to graduate summer 2024 and i'm supposed to graduate 2025 so i'm really excited to be on track but it's a lot of hard work but like i said I that's my goal. I want to graduate early because I'm prioritizing college. So because of that, I decided to take three months off of work so I could really get schoolwork done and figure out what like what I'm supposed to be doing. So just this is my class load. I'm taking anthropology 112, anthropology 130, philosophy 101, Spanish 101, uh, student success seminar 107, and communications 120. All of those on their own are pretty like easy elective courses because I'm done with all my core classes except for Spanish. I have to take Spanish 102 next semester for, um, you know, the state that I'm in requires it. So I'm taking like pretty easy classes, but it's a lot of busy work and like, you know, making sure I'm on track. So going back to like some examples Joe gave, like a routine of giving yourself four days to be productive and three days to have more relaxation. Honestly, I do try to like live by something like that because for me, I need to have my rest days. And I, like I said, days I just don't feel productive. But I notice when I go to like a cafe and I spend like $7 on a chai tea latte or something, I honestly get so much work done. So it's like it's worth that sacrifice of paying some sort of money and like a little incentive. So then I just get to sit and like romanticize studying in a cafe while sipping on my chai. But I get work done. So it's worth it. So honestly, Going to a cafe, if you have, like, a shitload of work that you need to get done, I highly recommend. Because it works for me, so maybe it could work for you. But. <laughs> Honestly, I agree with that. Because I feel like when you romanticize things, you feel like the main character. And, like, you're enjoying yourself. And when you're enjoying yourself, I feel like you feel like you're in the mood to be productive. Like, you could exactly. And so, go ahead and buy that chai latte or whatever. <laughs> it does, Like, not all the time, I would say, but yeah. treat yourself every once in a while. If you really need that boost, I'm talking For about sure. chai latte is the drug. <laughs> <laughs> but, I guess it's like some type of serotonin. I don't know. It is. It's like, oh, for my hard work, I get a sip of God's fucking nectar. Like, <laughs> what? what? I've never heard that in my life. What did you just say? Nectar? <laughs> yes. Honestly, I love... That's why I feel like it boosts my mood because I just love going to a cafe, sipping on my chai, and I'm like, oh, I finished a math problem. I get a sip. You know? <laughs> I don't Read know. Two lines. Big <laughs> it's like swimming pools by Kendrick. Oh yeah. Good song. Read, sip, drink. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. We're gonna talk about well, are you still are you do you have I'm more good. to say? Okay, just checking. Okay. 
we're going to go into explaining about our high school extracurriculars. <laughs> extracurriculars. And it's been a while, so I'll go into my extracurriculars in high school, and then Mikhail can tell hers. We both kind of have similar yeah. um, extracurriculars. I hate that. <laughs> extra activities yes activities (laughs) um i feel like i'm at a kindergarten table let's do activities activity color sheets (laughs) yeah um okay for me i'm not gonna list every single thing i did like freshman sophomore junior senior year but I'll tell you um, the things I did. So, I played softball my freshman year. Oh, my God. I just said I wasn't going to. <laughs> it's okay. Lay it all out. <laughs> okay. Freshman year, I took – well, I kind of have to. Okay. Freshman year, I played softball. I was on the junior high team as a freshman, and then I got put on JV, which that is so embarrassing, but I'm going to lay it all out on the table so you can understand. Maybe you're going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. because that was bs i definitely like i made so much effort into wanting to do better that i would reach out to the head coach for softball and be like hey what can i do like what can i do to be better what can i do to move up what can i do what can i start doing mentally to like help my game or whatever and she would say the same thing over and over and she's like you know, you just got to play and learn from your mistakes. And I was like, okay, <laughs> that's like that's like stuff I hear from my dad after a tournament. Okay? It's the worst advice I you can give somebody. Honestly, like, just bre- give it to me straight. Yeah. Like, I might cry, but I'll get over it. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, have you ever cried to your coach? Yes. Or not, not to them, them but behind, yes. Dude, I cried in front of my coach. Not the softball coach. I'm going to tell you, though. Okay. And then I played basketball. Junior varsity. for Until my junior year. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you. The amount of mental illness I have developed after those things. Honest was literally the worst thing in my entire life as a high schooler yeah um i had the same coach he was a real he was a good guy from the surface that he tried to show we'll just call him bob 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 was okay okay bob was okay but as a coach he was into running us down up and down the court I totally get it. Conditioning, go for it. But we would miss a layup. We'd have to run over and over. And because this mental pressure was on us the entire time, we, like, ran the entire practice. Didn't even get to play basketball. (laughs) Every single day, every single day, we we were all scared. Because, oh, my God, we're going to have to run if we miss a layup. That was just constantly in our head. And we were psyching Mm -hmm. ourselves out. We would miss layups. I only missed, like, one my entire life, though. Yeah, baller. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody sign her. 
<laughs> but yeah. Um and I would approach him after um running to death. And let me tell you, blood, sweat, and tears went into this sport. I literally my ankles bled so much because I would develop blisters from running. And I showed my coach, and he's like, oh, my God, Joe, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Come on, Bob. <laughs> Honestly, Bob. I would approach Bob and ask him, coach, coach Bob, what can I do to better my game? What can I do? And he would say, ball handling, Joe. And I worked on it. And this is my opinion, and I, I a lot of people – that I talk to about this, they're like, well, if you were on JV, it tells me that you weren't good enough to be on varsity or you weren't good enough to start. And it's the dumbest thing. And it's such like, it's such a hurtful thing. It really like throws darts into my heart because I remember working so hard just to be getting a slap in my face and yeah. even after I tell my story, it's like another slap in my face. And they don't mm-hmm. understand how much hard work was put into it for me. Obviously, they can get an idea like, oh, everybody works hard. That's yeah. not always true. There are favorites. It's not. 100%. And there are these girls who are younger than me, freshmen, sophomores, or if I was a sophomore, freshmen. That would start in front of me. I get it. You got to start <laughs> building the team from the ground up. Yeah. But there was no room for me to grow because I was stuck in the same mm-hmm. position. And I played, but I did not play enough. And that really ticked me off. Mm-hmm. And I had, like, the least amount of turnover percentage. I made most of my layups... Free throws, I was making those. I just don't, I I just, the stats don't match up with why I wasn't being put in. And I always wondered, is it because my ethnicity or favoritism or my relations to some people on the team? Like, you know, because every team has, like, cliques. Yeah. Like, Let's call these two, I'll call group A and group B. Group Mm, A was like a trial or a trilogy. Is that like three? A trio? A trio. Oh my God, I sound so stupid. (laughs) Anyways, they're a trio group. And were they a trio? Maybe it was a duo. Okay, let's just say they were a duo. And these girls would talk shit about everybody. And they were the coach's favorites. And I don't know what they're doing in life now. I don't really care. I hope they're doing good because I don't wish any bad on any people. Or do I? I'd be wishing bad on people, so I'll wish bad on them <laughs> for you. <laughs> um, but pretty much the situation is they would do whatever they wanted and they would not get any repercussions from the coach Bob. And I would come into work late 
not work. Oh my god, it felt like work though. Um, <laughs> I would come into uh, basketball practice like a minute late, like tying my shoes or something, and I'd have to run or do bear crawls with towel or towel walks, whatever crab crab crawls, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, wow, but these girls they can come in late and not do it. Yeah, I don't get that. I just. I don't understand why I stayed in there for so long. I feel that. But it's like all of that adds up because not only are we just worried about our sports plus playing other sports. It's also on top of that freaking schoolwork and trying to get A's and get by in class. And then also extracurricular activities as in clubs and trying to be, you know, build a resume for college and shit like that. So it's like all of that adds up. So it's just like. You have to pick and choose what to do, but, you know, at that time, I feel like a lot of student-athletes feel like we have to stay on track. We have to do that because, yeah, it's just normal to us, and it's, like, it causes so, like, bad burnout, and I feel like a lot of us are, deal with the repercussions now because we work so hard in freaking high school. For what? Like, for what? <laughs> I mean, we don't know any other life at that yeah. age. Unless, like, you work part-time, which I never did. I never had the time. Um... But when you're in high school, unless, like, you have a different situation where you have to kind of, like, take care of your parents more than they take care of you, which I'm really sorry if that was one of you. Um, but in high school, high schoolers don't know any other life than high school at that moment. Mm-hmm. So everything is such a big deal in high school. Like, all the drama, all the rumors, yes. all the cliques in school just like all adds up like it wasn't as dramatic as you would see in movies obviously but it exists like it was real mm-hmm. um and like i was saying three years just to be disappointed in basketball it really took a toll on my mental health and i hit burnout i think i had seasonal depression on top of that yeah my dad was away for work for over a year, and he came back the day I told Coach Bob I was going to quit after the varsity was the varsity team was done. And here's the thing: my junior year after JV season was over, he moved me up to varsity, but he wouldn't let me dress out for varsity games, even though I was practicing with varsity. And wow. I, I just couldn't Bruh. take it anymore. He just I used felt- you as like a freaking manager. Like Yes. Well I did I did um offer. But I realized after I offered <laughs> how lazy the girls were, I was like, Yeah, well, screw you. But I feel. that's just some insight on my life. And I think I'm not going to speak for Makayla because I'm not 100% sure, but we were both in honor society. I think we were officers for honor society. Yeah, I was secretary. I think you were a historian. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, for anchor club too, right? No, I didn't do anchor club. I oh. I went to go. It was when COVID hit. I was supposed mm-hmm. to turn in my uh, like officer application in, and I wasn't able to because COVID hit. And so Dang. it didn't like count, and I was like, darn it. Oh, man. Yeah, but, uh, 
What else? Was that it? I mean, you did cross country and track. Oh, yeah. I forgot about those. (laughs) (laughs) Because, I mean, I had fun during track and cross country. That's good. Because it's my senior year. I didn't have basketball. See, but you allowed yourself to have a break. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I strove. I still have the school record for triple jump. Hey. That's awesome. Yeah, just if something's weighing down on you and you're like, oh, I put so much time and effort into this, I shouldn't give up. We're not saying, like, give up. Just take a break. Mm -hmm. You can always go back to it. Or you just need to, like, change the environment completely. Yeah, change your mindset. If you're in a town where there's so much reputable ideas of you, you, you can either try and change that reputation or just move. Yeah. And, like, obviously it's a big step. There's a lot more deeper, um, points to it. Obviously, you gotta worry about money. Yeah. Jobs around the area, school if you're wanting kids, whatever. Uh, going back to high school, dude, so I played volleyball since I was about 12 years old. I started in the sixth grade, and I was playing club ball, and then I played school ball plus club ball, and I've been playing, like, for a total six, seven years-ish, and, oh, man, if you are thinking about quitting, or you're in high school and playing a sport and you're thinking about quitting because it's just not worth it, honestly, 10 out of 10 recommend. I don't know why I stayed in so long, because I put in so much fucking effort for nothing. Like, I'm not going to lie. I started slacking when it got to the end and I just started goofing off because I was like, I'm not getting playing time. The coaches are looking at me weird. Like, you know, something went wrong. My senior year fucking sucked. I literally played. I was like a third string player my senior year. I barely played for my senior night volleyball game. I think I played one set, bro. One tournament. Our team was losing like every fucking set, 25 to 7. I'm like, come on, she's got to put me in. We're doing so bad. I At least let me get some playing time. I don't care. Nope, I didn't even play the whole tournament. And I had friends come out to that. I was so pissed. But it's like that stressed me out so much because on top of that, I'm fucking taking, like I was taking like college courses and I was taking like, you know, harder like AP stuff. And, you know, I was you just like early, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I I did like a ton of stuff to graduate a semester early from high school so I could just work. And then I worked three fucking jobs. But it's just like, why did I do that? Like, why did I stay in volleyball? I literally waste my family. I appreciate them greatly for doing this. My mom, because volleyball's expensive between the gear, between costs to play high school volleyball, between the cost to play club volleyball. It adds up. Plus going to tournaments and paying for hotels like that shit was a lot of money. Just for me to get benched my senior year, the year I'm supposed to have fun. But then I ended up signing to a fucking college, but then I quit because I was working too much. But I mainly signed to college because I was excited about playing somewhere else. I don't think people realize how much fucking time and effort we put in. I wasn't the star player. I'm on the shorter side for volleyball. I wasn't great, but I still deserve to play. And I worked and busted my ass. Like over the summer, fucking volleyball training is intensive. And people are like, oh, it's an easy sport. Like, shit, we're out there running, like, in the morning, plus in crazy trainings. And, like, I mean, you've seen, Joe, whenever I would fucking get injured and shit. Like, oh, my my hip, that one time, it was big. It was, like, 
it looked like a big cyst on my hip like huge it was was (laughs) uncomfortable like i didn't go to the doctor for that like no it was was like almost necrotic it looked like it was gonna fall off which i don't know how your hip would fall off it was just like that skin (laughs) yeah But it's just like that just leads back to burnout because I freaking did all this and somehow I persevered because perseverance is important. I'm not saying just quit everything, but you got to know when to let go and when not and what's important and what's not really look at your life and evaluate it and be like, is this going to benefit me in the next five years? Then don't do it if it's not like if it's fun and it's not stressful for you, keep it. Why not? You know, it's an athletic sport and it's something you can do. But most times like being a student athlete is hard shit like on top of trying to be in clubs and get a GPA. And if you're trying to graduate with honors and stuff, like it just all adds up. And burnout is such a real thing. I feel like me and Joe both experienced that in our high school career. And it's impacted kind of like our college career. But it's nice not to worry about sports anymore. I miss like practices sometimes. Like I'm like, oh, damn, I was in shape. Or I miss playing volleyball. But it's just, I look back and I'm like, I really could have avoided that and not gone into the depressive and, like, honestly gaining freaking mental illnesses from that, you know? Like, that took its toll on me. And people might see this and be like, uh, like, I'm sure it wasn't that bad. But, like, for me personally, it sucked. So it's like, if you get yourself in a position, try to get yourself out. It's hard. Or have a good support system. Yeah. The support system, that's real. Um, yeah. I can't imagine, I, well, I can't imagine, but I can't imagine all the high schoolers that were alone in high school and didn't have a support system. Yeah. Because, I mean, I remember at pep rallies, I would see a lot of, like, lone, alone kids, and I, I just didn't know how to, like, approach that. Mm-hmm. Like, some people like being mm-hmm. alone. Yeah, that is true. Because people know what we do. Oh, okay. Joe played basketball or plays basketball if it was during that time. Mm-hmm. Or oh, Kyla plays volleyball and et cetera, whatever. Yeah. Oh, Joe is the historian. Kyla's <laughs> 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 the secretary. Remember when you were <laughs> Oh god. Remember no! the induction and ceremony and you said, I am the security. <laughs> <laughs> I was so nervous and I fucked it up in front of all those people. I was like, oh shit. But then at the end of the day, I'm like, I live on a fucking floating rock. I don't care. True. Oh my God. But I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh. That's yeah. Funny story to look back on though. Yeah. Uh, like, I was like, hi, my name is Kyla and I'm the security for this chapter. I was like, uh, sorry, I'm the secretary. <laughs> yeah. I fumbled that really bad. You could have been her security. I bet you were stronger than the other girls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you can follow us on our socials. Yeah. Um, at the good, the bad podcast on Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, and our Twitter is podcast TGTB. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Burnout. Stay for part two uh, next week. Uh, we're going to talk about burnout in the workplace. Or in work. Career. <laughs> <Peace>. <laughs>